Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord, everyone. Welcome back. It's your boy. I'm your host, Stephen Steele, and this is Reimaged. And my sister here in the Lord, Sister Tremaine Hawkins, is asking a question. Do we really know who he is? Do we really understand who this Jesus is that we say we serve and that we know do we really understand who he really is but do we know in this 21st century that we're in is there anybody who can really answer this question do we know who he is do we really understand that he is the image of the invisible God the image of the invisible God the one that came in the likeness of flesh just like you and I but yet he wasn't born shackled he was the only one born free as the apostle Marlon Reed would say he was the only one and therefore because he was born free he could loose you and I so today I take joy in that I don't know about you today but do you know who he is he is the image of the invisible God. Let us pray today. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you today, Lord. We thank you today, Lord, for your presence. We thank you today, Lord, for your glory. We thank you today, Lord, for you blessing us, God, with life today, life eternal through the Son. And we are in you, Jesus. Lord, you have come to give us life and that more abundantly. And Father, I thank you today. I give you all the glory. I give you all the honor and the praise today, Lord. And we thank you, God, for you just being with us, Lord, because we understand, Jesus, that we put you on, that you are on us. You're on us. You're in us today. You're with us. And we thank you today, Lord, for your presence. We thank you today, Lord, that there is nothing that the enemy can do about this relationship that we have. He can't touch our inner man. He can't touch our spiritual man. The one that's recreated after your image. And Jesus, I thank you today that you were manifested to destroy 
the works of the devil today. And Father, I thank you today, Lord, for this podcast. I thank you today for those, oh God, who would listen in today, oh God, who will listen to your word, oh God, and feel the drawing of the Holy Spirit to come closer to know Jesus, to know who he really is, to understand this monogene, to understand the perfect gene that was given to us because the Father so loved the world. And Father, I thank you today. I thank you today, Lord, for the listeners, and I thank you, Lord, for you touching them today, Lord, that you're touching their ears today, God. You're touching their hearts today to get ready to receive the engrafted word of God that is able to save their soul. Father, we cast down imagination in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of your word. We bring every thought down into the captivity and the obedience of Christ Jesus today, Lord. Now, I pray for these next few moments, Lord, that you would anoint my lips, God. Holy Spirit, think through my mind. And speak through my lips today. Touch your people today, Lord. And I thank you that their hearts are ready and glad to receive the word, O oh God. That it fall on good ground, Lord, and bring forth a hundredfold return. We pray today in Jesus' name. And Father, I thank you for this avenue. I thank you, Lord, for these digital airwaves, O oh God, that we're able to speak out into a cross, O oh God, and to sow, sow the word. Lord, you said that the sower sows the word. And Father, I thank you today for giving us a word indeed to be able to sow. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So how is your day? How is your week going? How is your Thursday going? How is your your midweek? How was it? How are things today in your world? We we know in our world we see that um you know that there was a conviction that was passed uh, yesterday on the police officer there in Minnesota where uh, George Floyd uh, passed away at the hands of police uh, brutality. Uh, all the world watched for uh, seven to nine minutes as it was as his life slipped out and slipped away from him. And I am extremely grateful uh, to know that uh, justice was served for the Floyd family, uh, that <clears throat> that they uh, actually received justice that what was set before the jury that they actually came back, which it would have been absolutely and virtually impossible to me to turn a blind eye to uh, to the injustice that was done. Now, um, as far as, you know, people want to start saying, you know, it's a step in the right direction. Listen, uh, this is this is <laughs> this is the reimage podcast. Unless. People are born again, okay, unless they're born again and, and, and totally yielded, submitted to Holy Spirit and his leading. Unfortunately, there are going to be troubling times ahead of us because whenever people are involved, especially unregenerated people who are uh, allowed the enemy as it was to put handlebars in a bag and ride them. Uh, and they submit to all kinds of whims of the flesh and their emotions and allow uh, the spirit of hatred, the spirit of fear to drive them. Uh, unfortunately, we will continue to see these things. Now, uh, you can you can say whatever you want to. You can say, well, you just sound a negative. I'm not sounding negative. It is reality. Whenever human beings, those who are not spirit filled, submitted to Christ, submitted to his spirit, there are going to be these times. Remember what Jesus said. Jesus said this. 
Now, this is Jesus. So if you are a believer, okay, I'm not here to argue or debate people with the word. That ain't, this isn't what we do on this show. Okay, it's the word and it just is what it is. Uh, the word of God is our final authority. And here's the thing. Jesus said that in the last day, he said the only sign that will be given will be that of Noah. Okay, if you know and you read your Bibles, go read your Bible. I'm 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 telling you straight from the words of the master. Okay, he said that uh, that the, that would be the only sign. What was what's that sign? It is the sign of a purely lustful, driven society, community, nation. Okay, where all they do is give in to their emotions. They give in to whatever they feel like, to whatever it is that the flesh want to do. He said that that's the only sign that we would have, that he would return. And you remember what happened after that? It was the judgment. Now, it was time that passed in between as that wickedness grew before the Lord destroyed the earth by flood. Remember, he said he wouldn't do it again. Thus, he threw up the rainbow and let us know he wouldn't do it that way, but it would be by fire. Okay, so uh, people want to try to interpret that any kind of way. You can think it's an astrological event if you want to. Jesus is an event. He is the resurrection and he is the life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Therefore, that's why we're dedicating this show to do you know who he really is. So I just want to put that out there, you know, but don't be discouraged because guess what? The Bible said Jesus also told us this. He said for us to pray to the Lord of harvest that, that, we, that he was sent forth laborers into the harvest. We have to pray. We have to pray for all of us who, because uh, there's somebody praying for me. There's somebody praying for you that we would carry the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ to those that are hurting, that are lost, that are bruised, that are broken, that they may be put back together again by the perfect gene, by Jesus, by the image of the invisible God, who is Jesus, that we would tell them of God's love, tell them of God's grace, of his mercy, of his goodness, of how we have fallen and how we have gotten away from him. And by chance, if we persuade them and the word of faith be born in their heart, they will receive Christ. They will receive the anointed one in his anointing. And they will be born again. So look, we can't be discouraged. We we are, as believers and of the kingdom of God, we have a duty. Amen. We have a duty. The Bible says that we can only work while it is day, while there is light, while there is revelation given. That is the only way we can work. But he said, but when darkness has come, when night has come, when the revelation has shut up, he said, when the epinosis is gone, there is no way you or I can work. When the spirit of God is drawn up out of here, when he is gone, there is no way you or I can leave. As of right now, because he's in the earth, there's light, there's revelation, there is illumination that is given. There is hope. Amen. Glory to God. There is hope. And we can depend on that. We can depend on the word of God. Thus we preach, right? Thus we thus we tell people our testimony. Thus we tell the testimony of Christ to people. Amen. That we may persuade them that they may believe. Glory to God. So I know that there won't be any that agree with that or that you got your own take and spin. But I tell you what, if it does not lead to Jesus, it is not the answer. 
Uh, we can legislate. There's a lot of things, yes, we can do that will hopefully help people, that people will hopefully abide in. But there's only one cure all and end all. There's this is the only thing that you can be straightway a, a, a one sided about is that Jesus is the answer. He is the key. He is the only one. There's two. There's been there's just been over this life uh, on here on earth. There has been way too many testimonies of those who were found. Amen. And it just don't happen because let me tell you something. Some uh, uh, the, just as the Bible says, a dog returns back to his vomit. Why? Because it is his nature, just like it is the nature of man to sin, because that is the factory that is within him. And the only way that cycle can be broken is through the Savior and his blood. Amen. Glory to God. Well, look, so uh, we know it's been a couple weeks. Uh, we've had some uh, things with our son that was going on and that we had to attend to. He was a little under the weather as being a little guy and being susceptible to uh, things that go on in daycare and such uh, that we had to look over and attend to him. Amen. Glory to God. But it's okay. God is good and he is faithful. He is well. He is healed by Jesus' stripe. He is made whole from the crown of his head to, to the soles of his feet. But nevertheless, we are back here again. So when we uh, we had left off, uh, you know, Good Friday and then, uh, you know, we had the, the the resurrection week, which we thank God for. And now we bring we're in we're getting ready to enter into the church age and the transition and the coming coming of Holy Spirit and the birthday of Holy Ghost of the Holy Ghost. And, you know, in May, uh, May, we, uh, we will that we will be traveling and we will be with our pastor, our covering up Apostle. Uh, Marlon Reed there at the River Church with the River Saints, which I'm so looking forward to, uh, to being with, with my brothers and sisters in the Lord uh, as we are going to uh, a drinking uh, party as it was. Amen. It ain't the kind of drinking you thinking about. We ain't talking about peach snops and we ain't talking about Moet. We ain't talking about none of that stuff. And we definitely ain't talking about malt, uh, 45, Coke 45. We ain't talking about none of that stuff, but we're going to drink of the river that never runs dry. We're going to go get drunk in the Holy Ghost. And I'm telling you, when we leave here, they're going to say, surely Stephen and Mona was filled with that new, they must be on that new wine. Amen. Glory to God. So we are so looking forward. I long to see my apostle, to see my pastor. Amen. What a tremendous man of God he is. And uh, the signs, wonders, and miracles flow out of this ministry. And we are going to experience Pentecost on the 23rd of May, which we're looking forward to. So, and in this transition in the series here, as you heard from the intro there, we're, we're dealing, we're talking about, you know, who he is. You know, uh, uh, yeah, you know, Jesus, Jesus is no mythological being okay so let's just get that out of our heads uh he is real not was he is why do we say is because presently he is alive the bible tells us he is seated at the right hand of the father he has been given and exalted a name above every other name for the disciples said in the book of acts for there is no other name given under heaven or earth whereby men can be saved now look at this. As the as, as after the resurrection, after Jesus rose from the grave, just like he said that he would, because he fulfilled the 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 counsel of the Godhead that was established in humanity and in, in eternity past, 
before the foundations of the world was laid that this council went on that he should die and that he would die a death for all of humanity for them to be restored because God in his sovereignty and in his infinite wisdom and his ability to see the the the, the uh, resolution even before there's a problem they discussed that he that he who was hid in the bosom of the father would go and would die for our sins and when he rose again the bible begins to tell us about some very interesting things that happens and we're going to take up with luke uh, luke was is also the one that is responsible for writing the book of the acts of the apostles of the early church or the early church we are believe it or not we are in the book of acts we are that we are the new testament church you and i if you believe and you receive jesus you and i we are we are operating we are in the new testament church amen glory to god and these are and so the book of luke and we we know him also too by trade as being a physician okay so uh he uh you know have a tendency to deal with humanity right he deals with with the aspect of of humanity so as we look at this uh here we gonna pick up in luke uh chapter number 24 uh, in verse number, we're going to start reading at verse number 13. Amen. Glory to God. We're going to begin start reading at verse number 13 of uh, Luke chapter number 24. And behold, two of them went the same day to a village called Emea, which was found from Jerusalem about three score furlong. Uh, we'll get into about the logistics about that later. And it says here, but they talked together of all these things which had happened, okay? And it came to pass that while they communicated together, communed together and reasoned, Jesus drew near and went with them, but their eyes was hardened that they should not know him. For he said unto them, what manner of communication are these that ye have one to another as ye walk and are sad. And it says, and one of them whose name was Cleophas, he said, Cleophas, he said, uh, answering and saying and said unto him, Art thou the only stranger in Jerusalem and has not known the things which have come to pass in these days? And he said, and he said unto them, What things? What are you saying? And they said unto him concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet mighty indeed and, and word before God and all the people and how the chief priests of our rulers delivered him to condemn to death and have crucified him. But we trusted that it had been him which should be should have redeemed Israel and behold and besides all of this to this day, the third day since these things were done. Yea, one certain woman also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the scripture and were and when they found not his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels, which said unto him unto that that he was alive and certain of them, which was with us, went to the sepulcher and found it. Even so, as the women had said, but not him uh, but not him they saw not 
Then he said unto them, O fools and slow of heart, to believe all the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and entered into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them and all the scriptures these things concerning himself. And they drew nigh unto the village whether they went, and he made as they thought he would go further. But they considered him, saying, Abide with us, for it is towards evening, and this day is far spent. And he went in to tarry with them, and it came to pass, as he sat and meat with them, he took the bread and, and blessed it and broke it and gave it out. And their eyes were open, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. Now, this is, this is just phenomenal. Uh, just reading this is just it it is awesome to know that how faithful God is number one to his word he is so faithful but Jesus here and scalding them because he said old fools he said old slow of heart he said here and he says in verse number 27 uh, being at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them and all the scriptures concerning himself. Now, when we look back up the, in this, we see when he drew nigh, the Bible says something very interesting. It says that their eyes was hardened. Uh, we've seen this particular phrase before, even when it's concerning the disciples. Uh, you know, when it says that even when Jesus was walking on the water, that their hearts was hardened. Their hearts was hardened, right, and that they were not able to see him, that they were not really fully able to comprehend and understand who he was because they thought he was a ghost. They, they, because, the, because fear had paralyzed them so bad that, that they were not able to make out and see that it was actually Jesus because they were, uh, they were the, the, if you actually look at the Greek word there and the phrase there in the Greek, it means that they were almost like in a canatonic state. That's how, that's how fearful that they were. Almost, you know, the, uh, hear the phrase as white as a ghost. That was how paralyzed that they were uh, at the fact of seeing this man walking on water in this, in this tumultuous situation while the boat was being thrashed uh, back and forth by the winds and the waves and water crashing and, and almost to the point of drowning their ship and they see this figure walking. But the Bible says, and he says that their hearts was hardened, okay? And then he said, do you guys didn't even remember the loaves? So we see this same, this same uh, 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 phrase here on them uh, uh, because of that, so let's look at let's let's take a quick look at that though. Uh, in in the in the blue letter here, and see what that word is in the Greek, because uh, we got we got a little time here to take a look at that, so we can actually get the full uh, understanding here of what it is that we're looking at, right? So it says there in verse number uh, fourteen, as it was, or uh, yeah, uh, sixteen. So, and it says here, but their eyes were, were holding that they couldn't, that they would not know him, right? Uh, so, uh, that word there in the Greek means they, that they couldn't, uh, they, uh, to have power or be power, to be chief of master rule, uh, to hold on. So, to look on him, uh, 
to hold and check or restrain, but they looked at him, but they didn't know who he was. So they couldn't make him out. So, you know, and as we see here in the conversation and it says here, and it came to pass that as they communed together, they reasoned and Jesus drew nigh. And it says here in 17, and he said, and then what men are communication? So, so there, so think about this. Now, I want you to really understand this. Look at, let's listen, listen, and, um, and see this in your sanctified imagination. So they're reciting the gospel. That's what they're doing with it. And they recite it back to him. They're telling him the good news, but they're sad. They're telling him and rehearsing the good news, the word of faith, preaching the gospel back to Jesus, but yet not understanding really what had happened because of their grief, because they had an assumption. Help me, Holy Ghost. They had an assumption that he was coming to be a revolutionary, that Jesus was coming to deal with the social issue of their day. Yes, I went there that he was coming to deal with the social issue of their day. And they said, what they said, and he said unto them, what things? And they said unto him concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet mighty indeed and the word before God and all the people. And it says here in 21, but we trusted that it was, that it would have been him that would have came to redeem Israel. Like, I'm going to read this in the message Bible. This, this, this is really going to make a whole lot more sense to you. I'm going to read it here in the message Bible. So let's take a look at, at those same verses here, but in the message Bible. Okay. And it says here in that same day, they were uh, walking and talking, uh, walking to the Villa Simeas about seven miles outside of Jerusalem. So that's what we get to understand. And that's a long way to walk. <laughs> and they were deep in conversation, going over all the things that had happened. So they're musing over all the events of Jesus being crucified. And it must have been horrific. I don't even know if I would. I know I wouldn't been able to stomach to see somebody literally. I mean, we we sit and we, you know, now we're so inundated with uh, media and technology technology and to watch even a uh, George Floyd or many of these young kids just get shot and die right before our eyes but can you imagine somebody's flesh ripped from their back and on wood breathing struggling to breathe again struggling to breathe and we're watching it so this was troubling so they're conversating with it and it's here, it's here in the middle of the talk and and questions Jesus came up and walked along with them and they were not able to recognize who he was and he asked what are you what are you discussing so intently as you walk along and they stood there long face and they and they had lo, like they had lost their best friend i love the message bible and one and and then one of them and his name was cleophas said are you the only one in jerusalem who haven't heard what happened during the last few days and he said well what happened and they said that these are things that of uh, Jesus of Nazareth, a man of God, a prophet, dynamic in work and word, blessed by both by God and all the people. And now look, and it says here, uh, jumping down to verse 21, and it says that they uh, said, and we had our hopes up that he was the one, capitalized the one, and the one about to deliver Israel. So see, they had a preconceived notion. Even after reciting all the gospel, this is this is this here is the danger of not knowing and really understanding who Jesus is. Okay, it says here that they were still sad after all the news 
that they just recounted back to him, that they just had recited back to him, that they were still sad, that they didn't understand what it says. And in, in, uh, even in the Psalms and Psalms, uh, I believe, 45, uh, which is quoted over in Hebrews uh, chapter uh, 12, uh, where he tells us, he says, lo, I've come in the volume of the book. Right. And that is exactly what he did from from the beginning, from Moses, it says from Moses through the prophets, he recited and showed them all of who Jesus really was. But it wasn't. But it wasn't enough. They didn't they because their minds were so transfixed about their issue, about what they were currently looking at and what they were currently facing much as it is today. Many people today are looking to so many other people, even having the wrong image of who Jesus is and looking to a wrong image and miss it, miss their healing, miss their deliverance, miss their chance to be whole, miss their chance for freedom because you're because your heart of heart and on your eyes are hardened that you don't see him, that you've allowed circumstances and situations to weigh on you so bad so heavily that you cannot have a proper image of who he is even when he come up and tell you through his apostles his prophets evangelists pastor teachers that you miss the image of who he is and what do he say to them and he said there to them and he said to them th so thick-headed slow-hearted why can't you simply believe all that the prophet said don't you see these things that had happened, meaning past tense there, and he's and he's bringing it back to them currently of today. And Jesus is still saying the same thing to us today. We have the word of God and he's asking the question, why don't we believe? Why don't he, why we don't even believe to this day the things that we see and that we hear uh, even that go on in church? He's asking, he's saying, why don't we even believe? Why we don't why don't why don't we believe what we hear coming from the pulpit that's being preached, the word of faith that's being preached? He's asking us today, is it because we don't know who he is? Because we don't actually understand who it is. It's it's like in, until you know we see the performance, then we can't associate it. But he's already given us everything that we needed to be able to believe on him to be able to receive all of who he really is. But we doubt it. We doubt it. We doubt it what, what, what we hear because just as these two that was walking alone, we recite it, we tell it back to God, but yet we don't believe it because that's what he said. Why can't you simply believe all that the prophets said? Why can't we believe today? Why can't you believe? What is it that we can't acquiesce to in our lives because we're long faced, because we are sad, because we got this, we got this some other figure in our mind other than who we read about in the Bible. I believe all of what I read in the Bible concerning me in Christ. I believe it. I believe all of what Jesus has come to do and who he is and what he has shown me by his spirit and his word, who he is do you today or are you like these two are you you don't even realize that you've traveled the, the road so long 
You don't even want, because you so in conversation, because you so in conversation and so in yourself and in your feelings as it was, that you so caught up in things that you don't even recognize it and you don't recognize him. Come on, that you just said, look, look if, if all of this conversation, right, that they had, that they were there and they saw him hanging, they saw him hanging. But yet when he walked alongside of them because their hearts were so set and fixed that Israel was going to be restored back to the way it always had been, that they couldn't even see him. They couldn't, they couldn't even begin to make out who he really was because their minds were on something else. Their hearts were fixed on something else. Do you not know there are many people in the Bible who has the same revolutionary uh, uh, vision of who Jesus is, and that is not who he has showed us to be. It's not. So trying to throw him in your social issues, that don't work for Jesus. It don't work for him because that isn't who he is. And he's, and he's shown us that in the word. He has shown us that today. And we have to receive, just like what he said, all of what he has said, all of what's been declared about him. And for them, basically, because they was even skeptical of, of the women's gospel, of the women who were coming to bring back the gospel to them, because that was what they did. They came and preached the gospel to the men because the men was too scared to be to be uh, seen. They were they were too scared. They was like, mm 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 mm. No, but the women, because they loved Jesus so much and they didn't regard their lives, they went and, and oh, were they blessed. They were so blessed that they came back and they told, I mean, they came and they tell, told them and told Peter and the rest of them and said, Jesus said, look, the angel said, y'all need to come. All right. Y'all need to quit being scared and quit letting the spirit of fear, because had they had they stayed in that, they would have been heartened just like these two who had walked several miles Okay, so let's put this in context. Okay, even if I fast walked or ran, uh, I'm going to say probably, let's say 17 minutes, right? 17, 20 minutes. Even let's let's just do 30 minutes a mile. Okay, walking. 30 minutes times 7, 220, 210 minutes. So that's over two hours. So that means that they rehearsed, they rehearsed what they had seen and heard for over hours until they began to, they be, had begin to be sad because all they could think about was how they was going to be liberated, but didn't realize that liberation had already come. And he said to them, then he started at the beginning with the books of Moses and went through all the prophets, pointing out everything in scriptures that referenced him. What a mighty conversation that would have been to hear the word talking about the word. And it says here, but it wasn't until when he, when he went in with them and here it is what happened. He sat down at the table with them, taking the bread. He blessed and broke it and gave it to them. And at that moment, their eyes was opened. And they recognized him. Now, this is powerful. 
this is powerful because unfortunately unfortunately you know many people rejoice right at that point and they're like whoo whoo jesus broke the bread we whoo, we knew it was him oh man what a what an awesome thing that would have been but it wasn't really because it took the act for the blinders to be removed off of their eyes not the word not the word by faith believing in faith because that was what he was coming for he was coming for faith and it says here and back and forth they talked then we feel on fire as he conversed with us on the road and opened up the scriptures for us so in the king james version it rings a, a little different it says here in old it says here in old how our hearts uh did and it says here one to another did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us by the way while he opened up the scriptures the uh, open up to us the scripture so you know a fire can be in uh and i'm little, we just talking right i mean this is what, what we do on the podcast it says here that you know they felt burning you know conviction as he began to tell them about who they were because they realized they missed it they realized that they meant they they missed it so we have to be careful we have to be careful even when we cry when we uh when we're sad about things that we don't enter and god don't ever want us to enter into grief grief is another stage uh that's not healthy and i won't get into that and i know people that's a sensitive i don't care it's true because he even told the, the children Israel, he said y'all can mourn for moses three days and then after that we got to move because he didn't want them entering into grief because when people enter into grief you can become stagnant and god's desire is not for us to be is to be is to be stagnant he don't desire that for us. He want us to keep moving, especially in him. So today, we are we got to look at Jesus. We got to look at Jesus, especially in his light of the, as we're going as, you know, as just the season of what, of what we're looking at in the Bible and the church age that we're in now. Because if, if you know, when you don't have the healthy and right perspective of him and the right view of who he is uh what you're following and what you're moving in uh you you're moving you're not moving in the right energy in the full energy yes jesus in himself is a revolutionary uh he is but it isn't in the way that we think and in the context of our own ideal in our minds so we have to be very very careful and cautious of that because god want our war our minds to be shaped by what we see in the word and as we go through on this series uh however long the lord uh, release us to do it on this series um, we want to see who he is he said again lo i come in the volume of the book all of the book testifies who he is john said in first john chapter 5 he says there's three that bear witness in heaven and we're going to talk about that hallelujah to god there's three amen but do we know who he really is have we come to grips have we accepted who it is he has shown us to be in our life 
and what he wants to be in our life. Let us pray today. Father, today we ask, Lord, that you forgive us. We repent, Lord, if we've had an unhealthy view of who you are, God. If we've just been churchy and just think you're just a cute biblical figure, Jesus, and not really realizing you are the, uh, the express image of the invisible God, the Lamb of God, the propitiation for our sins, our great and high priest. Lord, I'm asking today, Lord, that you give your people epinosis, reveal to them Holy Spirit, minister to them, speak to them, bring them out of the muck and the mar of where they're at today, Lord, and give them clarity, Jesus, of who you are in this season, Lord, that we may be able to receive power from on high, that we may be able to be endowed with power, that we will show forth mighty signs, wonders, and miracles in your name, Jesus, that you would be glorified. Father, do it today because this world needs to see a real healthy image of who Jesus is, the love of God that is the power unto salvation. Father, help us today. I pray in the matchless name of Jesus. Lord, we know that this society and world will not be changed any other way but by the blood of Jesus. Father, give us strength, I pray today. Strengthen your people, Lord, on the rest of this week of their journey. Open up effectual doors of ministry for them, oh God, for them to be able to testify and tell of the goodness of the Lord. Father, it is all these things we pray in the matchless name of Jesus. Look, that is my time. I love you all. We continue to be blessed. Continue to pray for this nation. Continue to pray for one another. And remember, let all that we do, let it be done unto the glory of God. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Sought Out Ministries Reimaged Podcast. This podcast discusses new creation reality teachings based off of the Word of God. New episodes are uploaded every Thursday on every major podcast platform, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. If you are listening via PC only, you can find us on Anchor FM. We also do a live recording on our Facebook page, Sought Out Ministries, every third Saturday. If you are looking for additional content, Please find us on YouTube under Sought Out Ministries for your viewing pleasure. Share us, like us, follow us. Leave us feedback. Let us know how this podcast is blessing and impacting your life. It is our sincere desire that you are blessed by the word.